Welcome back to The Gavel and the Gavel. It's me, Harry, and I am joined after a brief sabbatical by my, well, my only friend on occasion, <laughs> my oppo. <laughs> oh, dear. Here's Simon. Happy New Year, Harry. Happy New Year, my friend. It's Simon from Lime Bay Auctions, back in the house representing Happy New Year, Happy 2024, Harry. Uh, thanks, mate. Happy New Year to you too. I haven't seen you for a while. I've missed you. Primarily my fault because I've been doing, I've been to, I was ill for auctions, which let everybody down. I'm sorry for that. Did we talk about that? Did we talk about that enough, do you think? We did briefly. We did briefly. And we've done. Um, did, was there a brief? Yeah. And we've done greatest hits and all sorts, but it's a new year. And how's your year started? Well, do you know what, Harry? I am quite excited. Yes, yeah, the, the end of 2023 was a bit of a show, wasn't it? It kind of went all over the place for multiple different reasons. We kind of lost control of the runaway train. It derailed itself. It put itself back on the tracks. It kind of went through some kind of crossing with a children's bus close by. But we got away with it. Somehow we got away with it and we kind of reset over Christmas. And now I am very excited to be piloting this runaway train with you, my friend, into 2024. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. I can't imagine how many train analogies I've got in my repertoire. I think you've covered them all. I have a confession to make, though, mate, just quickly. We talk about the um, ATG wall of shame and I was catching up on my reading <laughs> over the Christmas period. And uh, in the... Um, have we made an appearance? We have. On the 11th of November, I was trying to rack my brain for the edition. It's the 11th of November, 2023. Windsor Auctions, Ceramic Imperial Weights, marked W&T Avery. Estimate? 30 to 50, if I remember rightly. Hammered for? £1,100. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? And that goes to prove the power of research. It also... Proves you didn't do any research. What this proves, the power of the internet. Well done to the sale room and Easy Live, the two platforms we use for putting it out there and saving an auctioneer, potentially his blushes. But who knows? It could have just been two people who really needed some weights. Or I think we go back to your original point that the sale room there saved us and... It just goes to prove yet again that the saleroom.com creates a global market of very, very clever buyers, thankfully. Some of them cleverer than the auctioneers that put the stuff up. But we can't know everything about absolutely everything, can we, Harry? So that's why we employ the saleroom.com to make us look good, which they did on that occasion. So thank you, guys. Well done, Harry. One more wall of shame. Uh, they did, yes. Thank God. Yeah, but I'm well. I'm fessing up because obviously I got that horribly wrong. Ceramic weights, not really in your wheelhouse, then. Not really in my wheelhouse. Although all my teams, but now we're real experts on them because we're so embarrassed. We've gone, in, we've gone all out on it. Um, so yes, uh, what I'm <laughs> loving about the fact that off air listener, when I discussed with Simon that um, <laughs> we'd made an appearance that I'd missed in November in that. Um, Simon then followed up with, I'm never in that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which isn't no, true. I never, I never get... But I am definitely winning now. You are definitely winning the uh, Wall of Shame uh, prize coveted cup, which yeah. is definitely passed to you. 
Oh, it's the wall of shame himself. Well it done. Is, yeah. Well done. Well, but, you know, it's amazing. It, 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 it's amazing, as we've said before, how you can potentially screw up and yet have the happiest customer on the planet because they were pretty happy, weren't they? They were very happy. Very happy indeed. Now, mate, there was another uh, thing that happened over the um, new year uh, is that you had a strategy meeting with uh, Susie, your wife. We did have a strategy meeting. Um, there were whiteboards that we ran things up, flagpoles. We thought outside the box, Harry, quite a lot. Um, and do you know what we came up with? Uh, yeah, go on. I know what you came up with, but I just want you to tell the listener. We came up with, we need to smarten Simon up. <laughs> uh, and I don't mean I don't mean educate him because that ship has long since sailed. We're, not, we're never going to smarten him up. Um, but we did. I am now sporting for you. Not my Lime Bay Auctions red hoodie, which I am very, very fond of. Logoed front and back. Thank you very much. Very comfortable. I am now wearing a fine knit jumper. And he's got a collar, ladies and gentlemen. Simon doesn't like a collar. I left corporate land. I, I really, I, the whole idea of leaving corporate land was so that I didn't have to wear collars and cuffs and, and suits and all. I couldn't stand it when I did it. And, and now, but now, I'm in a fine knit, I believe is what they call it, <laughs> jumper and and a collar. So, I mean, it was a three-hour strategy meeting. Uh, there were a lot of ideas kicked around the park. Uh, there was a lot of blue sky thinking, Harry. But this is what we finally alighted on. Um, I need to smart myself up, wear a fine knit jumper, which is what I am doing because... I may wear the trousers around here, but basically I wear the trousers that Susie puts out for me. And that came with a fine knit jumper. That came with a fine knit jumper, which I will be sporting from here on in because I've been told to. I will continue to dress as a farmer. <laughs> as we discussed earlier. <laughs> as you are at the moment, it looks like you've come from hay baling. Yeah, collar, sports jacket or something similar every day. Yes, and have done for years and years and years. At least I'm easy to spot. <laughs> um, we Our strategy meeting went very well. I am looking at a whiteboard full of arrows and uh, intersecting Venn diagrams. And uh, we've got a vague idea what we're doing for 2024. Yeah, well, we're, we're I, I tell you what, we're in our strategy meeting. So we've, it's very odd in our industry, isn't it, that we try to plan. So we've planned our auctions for the year, like lots of businesses yeah, plan indeed. for the year. So we know the days that we're auctioning almost, you know, until December the 15th or something, which is quite odd to do that on yeah. December the 28th. Um, but that's all been done. But we've done uh, what we're going to do at winter, which is a bit different. So we always have a couple of um, time sales over the course of the month, which is this new style of auction we've discussed ad nauseum on the pod. Then we have a two-day big antique sale at the end of the month. But we are now uh, branching into specialist sales. So we've got, um, and this is uh, something up your uh, wheelhouse, Simon, we've now got wine sales. So we've got a wine sale at the end of February, beginning of March. And then in uh, end of May, we've got a militaria sale. So that'd be quite fun. And I was at a house today uh, with a gentleman from the Blues and Royals who'd seen our advert and was looking to put some of his militaria into a specific militaria sale. So that was quite fun. And it's interesting now, isn't it, that both houses are, was it, um, it's fair to say, have pretty much ditched paper advertising, newspapers, 
everything we're doing is online now, isn't it? And it seems to be reaping great rewards. Yeah, I've, I am a stalwart, so I still take a quarter page. Uh, no, I don't even, not even a quarter page, an eighth of a page every month because I've got a certain number of clients who go, oh, I didn't see your advert in the paper. Um, but obviously, that's the. I think it's the smallest ad we can take to say we got an auction on this date. Um, so that's quite, yeah, so that's quite fun. But we, yeah, we don't know. We do all sorts of Google advertising, Facebook advertising, online advertising. Somebody's SEOing my website or something. I don't, yeah. That must, that's got to hurt. It does sound, and it all sounds, I mean, some of this stuff sounds absolute nonsense, but it seems to be, it seems to be the way forward. I mean, the big thing is, is bidding online as we keep on talking about. Well, absolutely. And I tell you what, uh, an interesting, uh, well, a, a nice little story from the end of last year. So um, we online advertised only. So Facebook, Instagram, whatever, FaceTube, I don't know. I don't do it quite clearly, as you can tell. <laughs> um, only advertised online, no paper advertising. We went to um, a local seaside town. Um, we picked up at that valuation day, sorry, we advertised a valuation day, bring your things along, we'll value them, you take them away, we value them, and you can pop them into auction. Probably one of the most successful valuation days we've done. And uh, I'm sure we would have mentioned it in the last podcast, correct me, Harry, we did a timed online running over Christmas automobilia and insignia sales. So yeah, I think we made badges. reference to the fact it was coming up. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. we made reference to it. So get this, advertised online only, went along, um, lovely lady turned up. We ended up collecting from her house after she visited us to say, would you be interested in this motoring memorabilia? Three, three banana boxes of car badges, threaded brass hubcaps, AA badges, RAC badges, enamel signs, but we're talking three banana boxes. Mark sorted them all out to and fro. Um, and we were told there and then had we not had that valuation day, had we not seen her on that day in the new year, they were going to a local charity shop over the Christmas period. And obviously I can't give out specific details, but let's just say thousands and thousands of pounds were earned from those three banana boxes, thousands of pounds. It was a fabulous auction. Uh, she was delighted. It's all online. No you and me chatting at the end of it. I think everybody was grateful about that. <laughs> I was waiting for that. A timed online sale. And we were just over the moon. Again, we hats off. This was with the sale room. Literally a handful of lots didn't sell. Everything sold. Uh, delighted customers buying online, um, a delighted family who have sold. Now, this collection belonged to the lady's late husband. Obviously, she didn't know a great deal about it, hence the charity. Happy customers all round. And everything we're doing now is online. It's incredible. And some of these, some of these badges have gone, well, we're shipping them all over the world, as David will attest at the moment, because he's quite <laughs> cross about it, because uh, some of it's quite heavy um, and going all over the world. Um, and one last story, uh, threaded brass hubcaps with the logos of the um, car manufacturer. Uh, we had lots of those really heavy things, beautiful things, beautifully made um, hubcaps. Uh, one chap turned up to collect his one hubcap 
and asked us where the rest of the wheel was, <laughs> which 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 made me lead led me to think. Well, if you're asking for the rest of the wheel, are you assuming that the rest of the Aston Martin should be attached to the rest of the wheel that was attached to the hubcap, which is what you bought? Is that where you're going with this, that you think you've bought a hubcap and now you think it should come with an Aston Martin? Because it, it quite clearly doesn't. The pictures will tell you that. What an interesting question. Where's the rest of the wheel? Sorry, he, he felt that he, you'd be able to track down the rest of the wheel, did he? Is that what he was genuinely coming from? No, 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 no. He said, well, you know, there's the hubcap. Where's the rest of the wheel? I've no idea. Look at the photos. There was no wheel in the... Oh, equally, there was no car life. attached to the wheel. Oh, or no I'm sorry. Thought, yeah, oh, yeah. God. Talking about valuation days, I've got a residency. I'm like a DJ. In Ibiza, I'm assuming. No, in Ibiza in I, or Las Vegas. Are you like Celine Dion? Yes, Celine exactly. Dion but, of the auction world. Yeah, but I'm in a cafe in a garden centre. <laughs> Far more right, far more relevant for you. Far more relevant. Celine Dion in Las Vegas, some flashy DJ in Ibiza, Harry in a garden centre near you. I'm assuming surrounded by cakes. Would this be in the cafe by any chance? It is in the cafe and it is near cakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got it. Celine's cracked it, and so have you, Harry. Uh, if you're in Ascot, Warfield, Winkfield, anywhere in that area and you want your items valued, you do check out our website uh, because I'm in the Oak Tree Garden Centre in their fab potting shed cafe once a month. And um, yeah, so far, I sounded like a Radio 2 DJ then, didn't I? Once a month, you I'll be there. Um, yeah, with the rest of the team doing valuations. And you can also pick up some fertiliser. You can get your flowers for the spring or your bulbs or whatever it is. Come and bring your bits and pieces or, into us, which will help pay for your garden makeover. Oh, nice. See what you did there. Yeah. See what you did there. And uh, I like carrot cake. <laughs> Repeat after me. Carrot cake, if you'd like, carrot to, cake. If you'd like to bribe right. the auctioneer. <laughs> and how many sovereigns do they need to bring you in order to get that decadent water feature at the bottom <laughs> yeah, of the garden, do you think? How, how, well, this, this is like your typical garden centre now. You could buy everything from a shed to a £20,000 yeah. jacuzzi and a, bulk, a packet of daffodils, can't you? It's um, unbelievable. But, yeah, so that's um, so we are doing, and this is all down to you. You started this, but I'm out every week. Every week, I'm in a church in Virginia Water next week. I'm in is that allowed? Uh, Sunningdale the week after that. I'm in Camberley. Well, uh, these uh, quite a few churches that we've been approached by have got associated buildings next door that they're trying to fund. And so they charge you okay. X number of pounds. So it's, we don't, you, you in Devon, you seem to have more village halls than we have. Or village halls are used during the day as nurseries, et cetera, up here. And then evenings, which isn't great for valuations. People are all tucked up, and you know it's um, Zumba classes. I think up here, yeah. So we're so we we seem to be going to a lot of churches. So that's going to be quite. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fascinated as to know whether we'll have the success that you are having. But it's interesting. So some of the houses that we've been to already this year, and it's been a very busy start to the year, um, have said, "Oh, we've called you because we saw your advert at to go here." if you want a valuation because it's not in Windsor, et cetera. Uh, but it's a whole house. So you could, can, we've, that's why we've rung you. So even if nobody turns up to the valuation day, we've already, you know, the advertising has sparked a bit of yeah, interest yeah, with people yeah. who hadn't thought about using auctions. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about 
clearly providing a more comfortable space for people to bring their items to and maybe making it look like a bit more off of the telly and an antiques roadshow or whatever it is that seems to seems to make sense to people but i get it you know if you can drive to a car park you know that we're valuing on that day you're not going to be walking into an environment where you're potentially, I don't know, interrupting the day-to-day processes of an auction house. I think I'm getting my head around it. You know, it's just, it's a more comfortable space if you if you go and use that village hall or that church regularly. And now two Herberts like you and I are doing valuations for their auction houses. I suppose it, it well, it obviously works. Our, the, our last valuation, as I say, in that seaside town was our most successful to date. Um, and we were there for four hours. We had an absolute ball. We met some lovely people um, and we did some great business and we were able to write some lovely, lovely fat checks to go out between Christmas and New Year, funnily enough. And uh, yeah, it seems to work really, really well. I hope yours are equally as good, if not better, dear boy. Don't worry about it. I've checked out, I've checked out the cafe. They do a monster breakfast. <laughs> Oh, Which is no, I'm teasing. I, I can't help. Yeah. I can't help but think that there's an ulterior motive for this. And if you end up doing five days a week, nine till ten, I shall be having words. That's not good. That is not going to happen. Promise. He says, looking away from the camera, so that it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Looking, looking up and to the right. Yeah, they will. Okay. Yeah, they will. Is that what it is? Is that what you do? Yeah, they will hunt me down. Apparently, that's looking up and to the right. I think you'll find is when you're accessing your imagination, and therefore lying. I must spend a lot of time looking up and right. You do. <laughs> <laughs> Walk around permanently like that. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> oh dear right okay so we've got auctions um because that's what we do we've got um lots of podcast episodes uh coming up we've got oh that's an important thing um uh, that we wanted to ask uh, people about we've uh, we put something on our socials and we will continue to do so asking who you would like us to interview we've got a couple of guy, uh, people coming up gareth wasp is one of them who's got um opening an auction house He's been in the papers over the years for finding expensive things in uh, drawers and that sort of stuff. So um, looking forward to interviewing him. In fact, he was quite, when we put it out, about six or seven different people said, could you talk to him? So that's, uh, he's obviously got his, so that'd be, that'd be fun. Uh, so we've got him coming up. So do let us know if, you've, if there's anybody specific. We are continuing to hunt down the, uh, the big names. Um, they are quite, tricky to get hold of some of the folk you see off telly some can find the time and some can't but yeah we're continuing to do that for you um our offer still runs in the atg i've checked apparently so you can still get a discount on that that'll be in the program notes simon's going to be dressing better not sure how long it's going to last whether the the hoodies will reappear but i imagine that the beatings will continue until my behavior improves okay so what have you seen so far this year that's what people like to know. What treasures have you seen? I have to say that we have had quite a cracking start to the year. And this, and I know lots of people like to put a positive spin on their business. But normally down here, we find January a little bit tricky because it's, you know, we're all a bit fat and tired after Christmas. It's a bit of a slow start. It's it's cold out there. It's, it's, a, it's a little bit... But this year, um, we've had quite a cracking start. We've got some fabulous 
gold coins and gold coin sets. We've had some lovely silver in. Um, we've had some nice surprise boxes dropped off um, where we've dug through and found some lovely jewellery, um, even some nice costume jewellery, which I think is going to do well. Um, I have to say, we've had a we've had a cracking start to the year. Uh, January's auction is is looking like it could be a really really good start to the year, which is you know what every business needs. So, yeah, we're excited excited to be going through quite a lot of stock at the moment, building a catalogue relatively quickly, and not struggling for the end of January. So, all in all. Um, it's looking very positive. And of course, we've got our valuation days coming up. No garden centres for us. No coffee shops. <laughs> just your lovely drafty village hall with plenty of parking. And Mark and I valuing to our heart's content, which, by the way, we love doing. It's a great day. Great day. Unless nobody turns up and then it's a quiet, quiet day. But no, all good. It's a good start to the year. How about you, Harry? How's Windsor flying along? Um, well, we have never found January to be as difficult. We actually, um, and you probably won't remember this, but we broke our monthly record last January. That was uh, one of our biggest sales. I don't know that we're set to do that. So we've done, uh, we've got a couple of big, well, we've taken four lorries out of a popular attraction. Uh, so there's going to be lots of uh, interesting. Do they know? Yes. Um, so lots of interesting, and it's all X film set items and those sort of stuff, dressing for sets, that sort of, uh, interesting bit. So watch this space. We'll be, um, popping them up on the social medias. There's a few things from some BBC productions, that sort of stuff that's coming up. Um, like you, I've seen quite a bit of gold. Um, but that's, I haven't got it already. Um, I've got a bullion delivery. So a gentleman who collects silver coin bullion and, bars of silver so they are coming uh just before the auction uh so that's going to be uh that's interesting that's sort of something i've always sold i've always sold a lot of actual bars of silver and uh, so i'm looking forward to auctioning those i've seen i've seen some really nice art i saw a warhol earlier uh this nice. week uh i've seen some chagall uh lithographs and today i saw and it's not but we, we, I think we, yeah, we'll see. But uh, we saw a stubs, so we're just doing some verification. But we, we suspect it's very, very fifty-fifty, if not seventy-thirty against. But yeah, so it's really a very nice uh, oil painting uh, of horses. So we're uh, working on that. Lots of silver as usual, which is one of our core cool things. But it is the volume of clearances that we are quoting for, which we have said that we, we should make reference to which shows that the housing market seems to be busier than people thought it was going to be uh, because we're seeing true we're seeing um well i'm quoting on at least a clearance a day and have done all week so this we're recording this end of the first week of january and so that's quite that's that's surprising uh for us so that's that's uh good so yeah we've seen i've seen some i've seen some really really interesting stuff I suspect it will come to market. Um, some of it already has. I've got a beautiful uh, one point. Uh, it's one point four carats yellow diamond ring. So that's quite nice. That's come in. That's not everybody's taste, but it's certainly a beautiful item, and that will uh, go. Uh, that will go well. And just in time for Valentine's 
day. So if, uh, handy, uh, handy. We see a lot. We see a lot of jewelry. And there, there t- January's a funny month, isn't it? Because you get some people bring things in uh, engagement ring wise and say it's over. Christmas was too stressful, and the other people <laughs> come into the auction to buy buy things like that because Valentine's coming up and they want to propose. And I always think that's quite fun from a pers- professional point of view. It's as if somebody thought that through. Yeah, we'll break them at Christmas and reunite them, and and reunite them with, or reunite, or give them someone new in February. Yeah, that's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, so that's I, that's where we're up to. I, Go on, sorry, mate. I Harry have to give a shout out <laughs> to our clearance team, who it's fair to say, oh, they're not loving me at the moment. They're not loving me at all. Um, there is a particular street in Lyme Regis, and it's called Sherborne Lane. So it's not a street, Simon, it's a lane, because the clue's in the... Anyway, Sherborne Lane. Look it up, if you wish, on Google Maps. It's a very picturesque, beautiful lane. Houses either side, right in the centre of the heart of Lyme Regis. You cannot drive up and down it. It is walking only. And it must be... uh, I want to say... It's got to be a third of a mile, quarter of a mile, third of a mile long. And it is steep. I mean, you don't want to get most of the properties there are second homes because you wouldn't want to live there because just getting your shopping in and out. But it's a beautiful street in the heart of Lyme Regis. Now, we've cleared quite a lot of properties there over the 10 plus years that we've been doing this. And every time the boys are like, it's sat trucks, it's hard graph, it's brutal. You know, one stick of furniture, a chest of drawers. So I quoted to clear two properties owned by the same family. About a third of the way down Sherbourne Lane. So you have to park the lorry at the top and everything, everything from that property has to be handballed up. I counted the steps from the front door to where the lorry will be parked. 157 steps each way. Now, I don't know what they're complaining about because one of those 157 is very much downhill. You virtually fall down to the property, but they weren't actually thanking me for that, Harry. And you're not carrying anything on that And you're not carrying anything. So what's the problem? What's the problem? Here's here's the crux to it, though. The boys have had a nice, well-deserved break over Christmas. We came back on the 2nd. This is a four-day clearance starting on the 2nd. This was their return to work. Even I felt a little bit bad about that. But hey, business is business, right, Harry? Yeah, that's true. Um, I wouldn't say that to your team's face because I'd say, oh, that nasty pan, Simon. What did you do that to No, no, no. And Exactly. And by the way, the only reason I'm telling you and dear listener is because I know that none of them listen to our podcast. So I think I can get away with this. But I tell you what, bless them. They. Oh, and by the way, when we came back on the 2nd of January, howling gale, 60 mile an hour winds, lashing it with rain as well. Just to add insult to injury. That was their first day back at work. And bless them. I have to say, oh, my word, they worked their socks off over the first week back. And they looked pretty broken on the first day, but they kept going just as I expected or hoped or prayed. They did a brilliant job. But what a baptism of fire into 2024. Yeah, the weather has not helped with our what we do for a living. So clearing houses and that sort of stuff. So because working over the last couple of days, I was here late last night in the middle of the night or the early morning, depending on which way you want to put it. 
because all of the alarms went off on our trading estate where we're based because of the gale. And then I drove here in the middle of the night <laughs> and drove down one of the roads that I usually come to where the houses were being flooded. So that was, yeah. So I was driving um, from where I am to uh, the, the base and um, yeah, there were houses being flooded and there were most bizarre set of circumstances. There was a woman in her dressing gown and Wellington boots in this flooded road. And I was driving along trying to get through it. And she was taking everybody's, she was recording into her phone, taking everybody's registration numbers, shining a torch into your car to see who was in it and saying whether you were driving with respect or not. It's puzzled me all day. I don't know what the purpose of that was. I think Karen should have gone back to bed. <laughs> well, I don't get me wrong. I am not belittling anybody who's had a tough time and, and uh, properties being flooded and damaged. But I couldn't, I, I'm, I'm interested. If somebody could tell me what that is about, I would be uh, grateful. I put my window down, asked if they needed any help. They said they had all the help they needed and moved on. So that's fine. But, you know, I just wondered if, because like Simon, we all drive big pickup trucks because we're moving things all the time. I thought maybe that might be able to help or I might be able to load things and get them out of the way. Um, but I was on the way to um, to see whether the alarms, but it was the entire estate had been lit up and there was just lots of people who had businesses here all stood outside there going, because the wind and the rain, I've never seen anything like it. It was amazing. Right, mate, I think we're done. First one of the year. I'm going to mention the forthcoming pod because we've got to keep the pressure on members of our families. And hang on, are we seeing Arita? Are we seeing Arita after her first sale, which is in a few days' time? Oh, bless her. I don't know whether she gets nervous about anything. She's a very, very interesting. She's a very powerful woman. Mm. She, um, I found, I found her fascinating. I, I'm nervous for her. Well, I'm watching the auction. It's already in my diary to make sure I've got it on wherever I am. Um, so it's the her sale is on the 11th. And we we wish her all the best. We do. And Isabel Murto, who we also interviewed and who was lovely to us and yeah. is great fun, yeah. she is a part of this auction. She's been oh, helping fabulous. and assisting with uh, the jewellery uh, aspect of the sale. Her and her sister, her sister Murto, so shout out to them. Um, definitely worth talking to. Check them out online. Um, so they're uh, involved in it as well. So it's, uh, yeah, we have got a, you know, a, a tiny vested interest in seeing how it all pans out um, and then obviously hoping she doesn't open up in the south of England. So that'd be nice. <laughs> she's not allowed, we told her. She's not allowed to cross that border, no. So we got that, yeah, so we got that coming up and then we have the episode that was postponed prior to Christmas. Our wives are joining us. I suppose it, it could be interpreted at this point that um, why why did they not do that? That have they have both the wives just simply left? It's no, highly no, possible. I, I no, mean, I could say we'll that see. is exactly right. And th- we have got several messages going. Oh, I was really looking forward to you two getting absolutely roasted. There is good reason <laughs> we're not going into it, but we are both currently still married. <laughs> currently, <laughs> so, currently, I think because I don't, I think we should both be kept on our toes. That's where I'm going with that. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yes, yeah, so all that's uh, yes, all that's the, coming up. But listening out for the interviews. Big D wants us uh, to say that obviously you do enjoy us interviewing uh, all these people, and they're the episodes that go well, and that people love them, and um, stat wise and clip wise and all the rest of it. So don't worry, we are tracking more people down. But we just wanted to start the year with Simon and I gabbling on 
and having a natter. So I will see you soon, wishing mate. Everybody, oh, actually, wishing everybody listener, a listener, very hold on, successful Hold on, hold on, hold on, Simon, hold on. That is true. Hold on. Dear listener, before we started recording, I share some office space with Simon in Devon, <laughs> and I need some records from 2016. <laughs> Simon is now leaving this it podcast. It is currently <laughs> It is currently 10 past 5 on a Friday evening and Harry <laughs> Harry has just dropped the bombshell. Oh, is there any chance you could find this piece of paperwork that's stored in the vaults at Lime Bay from 2016? Oh, and I need it by Monday morning. I can tell you, after this podcast finishes, there will be some words had. Stern words, I can tell you, dear listener. Stern words indeed. Have a very happy, happy evening. Because I won't be. Uh, Suffice to say, everybody, have a great 2024. It's going to be a good one. We're all going to enjoy it. um, Because it's all about manifesting where you come to and where you go to and how how, how much of a fun year you have. Manifestation apparently is the way forward. If you believe it will happen, Simon. Does that hurt? <laughs> yeah, well, for me, probably. <laughs> Good to see you, my friend. Nice to be back with you, my friend. Lovely to chat and looking forward to a whole year of it. Off we go. See you, buddy. Love you.